Hello everyone and welcome to what is, I suppose, season three of the Scotsway Hay podcast. Um, we have taken a short break to do all sorts of things that life throws at you. But um, we're back with um, what we think is a very exciting uh, lineup for season three. Um, but we'll keep most of that under our hat because, well, we haven't finalised a lot of it yet. However, uh, this is the first episode and it is a chat with the guys from Errant Media, Sean Ormsby and Stephen McLaren. And we headed through to Leith to talk to them and well it's a chat about music basically and why they feel I suppose compelled to make their own music and, and, and put it out on the label uh, Ernt Media. The two have been collaborating um, or at least uh, working together uh, for a long time. Um, first when Sean had Pern Whale, uh, another um, record label, and released music under the name Night Noise Team. And um, Stephen was releasing music under the name Collar Up. Since then, uh, they worked together on a very interesting project called Shards, which you'll hear us talk about, as well as their own solo stuff. Um, Stephen under his own name and Sean under the name Errant Boy and as you'll hear that's an album which um, gets its release uh, this Friday the 22nd um, but between them uh, the two have made some of my favourite music of the last few years so it was a real pleasure to catch up with them and uh, be able to talk about it um, we talk influences um, we could have had a longer chat on the Divine Comedy I think but you'll also get to hear a couple of tracks from the Ernt Boy album A Wayward Mirror as well as a Shards track but enough from me um, here's the first podcast of season 3 and we hope you enjoy it cheers <laughs> Won't be the only ones that we can 
to the latest Scottish Way podcast and we're through in Edinburgh to talk to the guys from Ernt Media, um, Sean Ormsby, hello Sean. Hiya, how you doing Alistair? I'm good, I'm good and Stephen McLaren, hey Stephen. Hi, how you doing? Good, good. Um, I first, well actually not long after Scottish Way started, I think um, I heard from Cholera and Night Noise team which I think were two of the earlier bands that you guys were involved in and um, this is now kind of think growing into Ernt Media so tell us a bit about Ernt Media. Well initially um, when we contacted you at first the label was Permwheel Recordings and there was a way of self-releasing stuff by Night Noise team and also Flues, my musical partner at that point Fabian, Mm -hmm. that's what we were working on. And then we widened things out a little bit. We met Stephen and his band Color Up. Thought they were fantastic. Nobody else was doing anything like that mm-hmm. um, in the UK, let alone Scotland. That's what we felt. Um, so we we decided we would release Color Up's second album. Right. Fabian produced that along with Stephen. Unfortunately, um, Fabian's no longer on the scene. Uh-huh. So Permwheel has has really wound up along with Night Noise team. Right, okay. Um, yes, <laughs> I would say it was uh, a permanent hiatus, but uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure what's going on at the minute, um, but I was very keen to get something else on the go, mm-hmm. plenty more music I wanted to release, songs that I'd written, so I thought, I'd, I dreamt up Errant Media, and um, I've started to release music by 
Errant Boy on mm-hmm. that, which is the current band that I'm working with. Yeah. I also wanted to get Stephen involved because of his energy and his judgment and his abilities <laughs> and all these things. And it's much better to do these things uh, as a partnership. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel we started an, a melancholitronic project called Shards. Yeah. Which is what we, we do. Um, we we release tracks. Um, individual tracks that's yeah. us <laughs> we're, we're currently working on the fourth one yeah. we're not really thinking in terms of an album yeah. or anything um, we think it's good enough it's really good to our ears we'll put it out um, yeah. so at the minute uh, Errant Media is, is, is a platform or, or a source for, for releasing Shards and Errant Boy right it may open out in the future okay that's up for discussion yeah um, very different uh, Ernie Boy and Shards are, are very different types of music so maybe say a little bit about Shards first mm-hmm. um, well Ernie Boy is, is, is Sean Sean's uh, songs and uh, so it's his band and I'm not in that band mm-hmm. um, but Shards is, is very much 50-50 between Sean and I with uh, in terms of the creative input to it we never release we never put anything out that's just been one or the other it's yeah. got, we've got to both be involved in it so um, we started with the first tune uh, just to get something started uh, and we put that out last year and um, we thought it was great obviously <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and we, <laughs> but we wanted to we kind of wanted to see what other people thought as well of mm-hmm. course as you always do so uh, so we're bringing out the fourth tune all three tunes have been quite well received we yeah. think anyway and um, and, um, and and we're bringing out this fourth one in June. It's called uh, If You Wait, and uh, we're very excited about it. Um, Could you say about the sort of the style of the music? Because it's it's kind yeah. of electronic. It's kind of lo-fi. Is that fair? Yeah. I would say lo-fi to an extent. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's based on a kind of mournful feeling. Yeah. A melancholy. Long. Um, I would say, I've thought about the word dirge, but. I, in, a positive, I, in a positive sense, <laughs> okay. yeah, I would say. Yeah, um, like a technical sense. A funereal, yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's um, not yeah. deliberately lo-fi, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, okay. there, yeah. but it's not deliberately yes. lo-fi. It's, um, it's lo-fi in the sense that we do it ourselves, I think. That's yeah. about as lo-fi as it is. We're not deliberately trying to be lo-fi. Really. But no. the production's... DIY yeah. ethos. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's recorded yeah. at home, uh, mixed at home, um, and a lot of it is... I suppose based on harmonies, vocal harmonies mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So the music's quite minimalist and the, the vocals come up centre. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're um, saying. Pop songs. Yeah. Uh, but using a lot of elect- electronic instruments and effects as well. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's what that. And uh, Ernt Boy, you've got an album. Got an album coming out. That's funny you should say that. Also, yeah, next <laughs> next next Friday, we've got, we've got our debut album coming out, A yeah. Wayward Mirror, um, and that'll be a, a digital only release. Sure. Um, just to keep us, you know, quick on our toes. Keep us nimble. But it'll be digital only. Yeah. Um, we're not going to get lumbered with boxes of, of vinyl or anything <laughs> like that in the living room. Um, do you want me to say a little bit about? Yeah, absolutely. That? Yeah. I'd say that, um, that album is like a autobiopic that's that's the way I would say it okay. some of those songs have been 
the gestation has been maybe 20, 25 years. Wow. Okay. For some of them, and they've evolved over that time. And have you ever released them in other forms? Because obviously you've been in other bands. No, no. These no. Have, they've oh. been they've been bubbling away, waiting for the right, um, the right sort of platform, I would say. Which is really like a melodic, guitar-driven pop music, um, which is different from... There was elements of that with Night Noise Team. Yeah. But there was also other elements involved in Night Noise Team. So this is really... I'd say it's autobiographical, but I don't think the narrator is particularly reliable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hence, hence the way we're. In fact, I know the narrators. <laughs> hence the wayward mirror. That's it's part of what the wayward mirror is. Right. From my point of view, um, it's nice to be able to uh, promote promote our point of stuff to people that you know or talk about an album that you haven't actually been involved in, yeah, like, creatively. And really talk about it in glowing terms. This is a superb album. Yeah. It really is. Um, I've not been involved in it at all, creatively or otherwise, and it's excellent. Yeah, it really is. I have to say, from what I've heard of it, I agree with that. Um, Thanks very much. One of the reasons I'm here. <laughs> That's good. <to> <laughs> Thank but you. But um, it, it's interesting. That it's sort of biographical. Is that <clears throat> musically as well? I mean, it seems there's a lot of influences there. Yes, I would say so. Not, they're not deliberate. Yeah, it's not deliberate. I think with influences, sometimes you can take on board something you've heard, and almost some people can base a whole career in three minutes of, of somebody else's music. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't name any names, but um, <laughs> that that's possible. And good luck to those folk. I think you you take on the influences, and other people are easy, you know can spot them yeah. far more easily. And sometimes you can go, that's a fair point. Yeah. Or oh, rumbled. <laughs> <laughs> or. No, you, you, yeah, or you can be more wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. another yeah. as another thing, but also you can. I mean, for example, because you're based in Scotland, people can they can veer towards comparing your stuff with Scottish stuff. Yeah, which seems to be a little bit of a cul-de-sac. Yes, personally. Yeah, as I'm not Scottish, but I am. I didn't grow up in Scotland. Um, so you would be compared to certain very seminal Scottish bands. Yeah. It seems an odd, yeah. an you, odd fit. Did you make music uh, <laughs> when you were in Ireland? And if so... I, I didn't know. No, I, okay. I, I was thinking about... I was getting to the point where I was writing songs uh-huh. at that point. Um, but I didn't release them for a long, long time. I was just interested if the same thing happened there, where other bands were, you know, compared to other Irish bands rather than anything. Well, at the time I was growing up, the, the scene was barren. <laughs> somewhat barren yeah, really? so there were some key players yeah mm-hmm. it's just the people that you know really yeah and even those people didn't you know those key players didn't live necessarily in Belfast or Dublin yeah. you know at that point you're talking mm-hmm. about your Van Morrison you know people like that mm-hmm. it was only in the 90s and later with people like Therapy and Ash yeah those were really key bands to prove to people a divine comedy as well yeah that you could come from there and and you could get your music out to the world and those were really, really key things, but um, in retrospect, I would say Divine Comedy has been a big influence. Yeah, sure. Um, but I would hope not in a parochial kind of way. No, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with Shards is, when I first heard the uh, first couple of tracks, I couldn't hear anything that sounded like it before. <laughs> that was the opposite. I mean, was that a deliberate thing or was that just the way that it, it That's worked? That's a massive compliment for Shards. I mean, absolutely, like, yeah. That came, it came from nowhere, really, and the facts. If you're collaborating with somebody, the, um, it's like a Venn diagram, really. You know, it's the bit in the middle where you, right. that you share. 
Yeah. So that's the bit that interested both of us. Yeah. And for it to sound so satisfying. Yeah. To both of us and to some other folk that have yeah. responded. I've always I've always been quite an, uh, influenced by kind of dreamy sounds and uh, I was quite into happy hardcore when I was when I was younger <laughs> and um, so the kind of euphoria type of uh-huh. euphoric sorry type of sound is is it kind of grabs me um, so there's a bit of a crossover between a lot of, I mean even there's a crossover between shards and, and color up in that respect there's mm-hmm. kind of a lot of echo. There's a lot of kind of ghostly noises and and, and unintended noises as well, and that have come from the experimentation process. Mm, we've gone right. like, oh, that sounds good. We better we better save this mix so that yeah, yeah. so that we don't lose it. You know that kind of way. So um, often the best stuff is the stuff that happens accidentally when you're doing um, other things. Is, is or that's right. I can yeah. Um, can a, a melody that somebody else comes up with can suggest a harmony. Yeah. you wouldn't have come up with yourself the shards to me as, as well it's it's a great discipline because it's very deliberately not guitar music mm-hmm. you yeah. know I'm very deliberately yeah. I might hear a guitar line but it's not an issue with shards or, yeah. or, or piano for that matter I mean there's, yeah. uh, there hasn't been well there's been we've used piano but it certainly hasn't been uh, the, the main instrument whereas obviously for me uh, as we call it up and as a solo artist it is you know the main instrument yeah. because that's what I play but it's not it's not the main it's never been the main sound for Charles and it probably no, won't be you know no, so. not at all, it's interesting you know you mentioned the word melancholy and you mentioned the word euphoria and I think <laughs> actually <laughs> when you put them together there, there is that in, in, in your music and, yes. and in the previous music as well yeah, yeah. that's right you can both be one can follow the other very, yeah very quickly you know <laughs> and on it goes and it helps them <laughs> as well you know it helps the other two up. you're talking about Saturday night Sunday morning Saturday night. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, well, let's talk a little bit. You know, spoke about divine comedy, but other mm-hmm. kind of influences that you've had, if you don't mind. And I know some people don't particularly want to talk about influences, but no, I, I mean, to me, some Irish bands, I would say, that I particularly like Pony Club, mm-hmm. um, band from about two thousand onwards, very talented yeah. Dublin songwriter called Mark Cullen. Right, it's been shamefully overlooked. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's great uh, you know, I'd, I'd urge people to, to check them out um, and also of late villagers as somebody um, Conor O'Brien somebody I've seen live maybe four or five times right. I know you've seen him yeah I mean getting back to Pony Club I'd maybe even almost prefer Pony Club to Divine Comedy to be honest yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> right. that, that, that much yeah like superb uh, stuff uh, aye, villagers as well I went to see Villagers in Galway just mm-hmm. in uh, end of January there. It was excellent, you know. Yeah. We've seen them as well at Liquid Rooms, haven't we, a few years back. That's too. right, yeah. They're yeah. Con- consistent. consistently good. Yeah, it's yeah. great. A bit interesting. You, you can tell that the guy's in love with words yeah. and yeah. the words are as important as the melody yeah. to him. And that's it's quite a rarity to my ears. Uh, absolutely. These, these days, it's not just a, you know, a line that will fit yeah. metric you know words that will metrically fit it's proper song the line you know yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely I'm trying to think of um, somebody else I've seen recently it was Malcolm Ross yeah um, and I've been getting into Joseph K yeah. belatedly uh-huh. I have to say I'm obviously a massive Edinburgh band very very important um, well. you know you said that uh, 
there could be you can be driven down a cul-de-sac by being compared mm-hmm. to other Scottish bands. Yes, I think that's very true. Yes, um, and and such comparisons obviously mean absolutely nothing if, yes. you, if you're just concentrating on geography. Yes. However, I'm going to say what's Edinburgh like as a kind of a musical. Ed- scene Ed- well, thing? Edinburgh to me, young fathers mm-hmm. are so far out in their own in Edinburgh, but they're not actually. I think to me, very very importantly, they're not part of Edinburgh scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they looked from what I gather they looked around thought we're not appreciated yeah, and they did yeah. their own thing um, so it to work out alright for them it worked out brilliantly <laughs> but they're you know they, they've hit their purple patch yeah. and I hope it lasts for a long time I hope to see them in the festival this year yeah. they're playing um, it's, it's something unique the sound is unique and that's something that you know to strive for definitely uh, ambitious and y- you wonder where it comes from yeah, it's superb I'm glad stuff. It, I'm glad it exists. <laughs> yeah, superb stuff. And I, I, I kind of like the way they come across as well, like in articles and that. I, I agree with a lot of things that they say. Um, yeah, I saw them when um, uh, Noiriki took a gig through in Glasgow. Yes. And I'd never heard of them before. And I went to see other things that were on. Yeah. And then at a tiny venue at the Poetry Club down in SWG3. Yeah, and suddenly these guys were in your face, and I haven't seen energy like that since probably Asian Dub Foundation. That kind of yes, full on in your face stuff. It really comes across in the recordings as well, which which is really difficult. Yeah, it's quite hard to do that. Um, Both albums absolutely superb. Yeah, Um, I thought like the second one coming out, it was so soon after the first. Mm -hmm. Thought, uh, are they they going to have enough ideas to keep? Totally surpassed it in my view. I thought they're better actually than the first, and I liked the first a lot. So yeah, so I mean. More mm. more generally, the yeah. Edinburgh scene. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel part of a scene. Yeah, I don't think I, scenes are terrible. Work, yeah. don't it? I mean, it's the same. There's no. so, such eclectic music out there, and yeah. But then, when you have charts like this, you kind of yes. think, well, you'll probably bump into the bands that are maybe yeah. in the area, or or are you guys making, you know, putting out your own records? Maybe well, other we're, people we're do the to, same. We're hoping, to, we're hoping to start something like as well with our own thing. Yeah, we're, we're going to be putting on. Oh, well, we've got a night coming up, and uh, we've got the Aaron Boy album yes. launch next Saturday, and then on June the eleventh, Saturday, June the eleventh, we've got a first uh, night as well. It's going to be part of a, a bi-monthly thing, so every second oh, month we're going to do a gig at the. We're going to put on a night at the uh, Leith Depot, so we're hoping to base something around that venue. It's an excellent venue. It's just newly opened, and. Um, we're kind of hoping to build something from there. We can maybe have people come across from other places and play, and hopefully build something from that. Maybe we can go and do the same thing elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe create our own wee thing. Yeah. Call it a scene. That's, that's hard, no, hard no. to call it a scene. It's no, just, it's true. I think. You know I, mean? I think the important thing is that we're, we're compelled to do it. We're still compelled to make music. Yeah. yeah. Put it out and try to just get something good going. Mm-hmm. And for as, as long as that energy's there, yeah. There's a lot of optimism around. And, yeah, um, that's a good feeling. People are turning out to see us, you know. And yeah. that's the thing, and you get feedback from people, positive, obviously, <laughs> not a negative feedback. I wouldn't say it to your face. Um, <laughs> so it your face, exactly. well, people are turning out time after time to see us, and um, that's 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 what I suppose it keeps you going as well. That's uh, right, you need yeah. that too. So we're hoping to try and get that energy base it in a venue that we think is manageable for us and, and they're, f- they're really friendly folk over there yeah, as well the right, depot yeah. guys really go ahead and wants people to do their thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it's just about the right size as well and uh, 
we're hoping to build a, a night there and keep it going. So you definitely get the night on the sixteenth, and then you're hoping to kind of take it. It's the um, we've got the Verdant Boy album launch next Saturday, twenty third, twenty third of yeah. April, yeah, and then the night on the Saturday, the eleventh, yeah. Oh. So we've definitely got that. That's that's happening, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so you've got in media as a record label to put out your own stuff. Yes. Have you thought of expanding that to? Take on anyone else, or is that? A well, I mean, Stephen's solo stuff. Yeah. Um, when he's when he's ready, he'll uh, when he yeah. has has his tunes together and yeah. records them. We're putting that out. I've been uh, I'm doing gigs a lot, right. uh, so I'm playing quite a lot. But um, and I'm writing new stuff, and I'm still doing some color options in the gigs as well. But right. I'm, I'm obviously writing some new new things too. Uh, and is this as Stephen McLaren? Stephen McLaren, yeah. yeah. I'm going on the uh, one name, and. Um, yeah, it was just it'll just be a case of getting them recorded. To be honest with you, we've got quite a few new tunes, and we'll just get them recorded, and then we'll put them out on Edit Media as well. Um, in terms of releasing other people's stuff, I don't really know. We've not really had that chat. No, <laughs> that's that's something we have to think about. Aye. So it is. There's a lot of input yeah. and a lot of work. Aye. Yeah. Well, you must have done it before. I, I presume when it was Penwell. Yeah, I did. I learned an awful lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I learned to be very selective. No, I'd, um, yeah, just the focus of time mm-hmm. and, and again energy. So um, you just want to maximise your impact, really. Yeah. That's it. So I wouldn't want to diversify too much, no. and then you lose the, the focus of what you're trying to do. Yeah. But there's other folk. I mean, we have a very talented um, friend in Glasgow, a filmmaker Jordan Yorkson, yeah. right. who's going to do a video for the Shards oh, release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get some good videos together we're going to develop a website and try to get a, a place where people can go and see all this so there are collabor- other collaborations going yeah. on as well um, in terms of just you don't want to advertise yourself and then people start firing in demos sure. you know, yeah. which happened to me before yeah. <laughs> and I'm in your inbox yeah. must be <laughs> full of stuff. Yeah, it's full of stuff so that's why we're only yeah. doing the night every two months as well because we want to make it a good night every yeah. two months rather than doing a night every just have to look for someone to fill a space exactly do you know what I mean it's, it's, yeah. we're wanting to invite folks that we think will put on a good show I think I know I, I, you know spoken to a few people who have small record labels but they tend not to be making the music they're, that they're concentrating on putting it out mm-hmm. which is a different thing I think yes. when you're doing that yeah. and if you were asked to as you say look through yeah. the inbox and fire out other people's CDs it would probably be that's yeah. right yeah it's a, uh, it's a lot it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else in, in, in I spoke about young fathers but mm-hmm. anyone else in Scotland at the moment that you're particularly interested in well it's funny I mean this year for me it's the some of the not veteran but <laughs> some of the, the, the you know the, the lifers have, have impressed me <laughs> De Rosa's album yeah. I thought yeah. was something special mm. and it is something special um, personally I thought Emma Pollock album was outstanding it, was, it seemed like mm. a long time coming and then it was worth if it's worth the wait those are two that really stand out I think they'll stand the test of time yeah as well just the quality of songwriting it comes down to mm. for me I mentioned Young Fathers already and uh, De Rosa as well I mean I've been a long time fan of De Rosa and his solo project when he did that I don't know if he's ever going to go back to that I'm not sure but uh, I thought it was excellent uh, Twilight Sad album last year I thought it was Fantastic, you know. I really like that. I've always been a fan of them as well. Um, well, uh, I mean, 
the we've spoken before on the on the podcast about the Scottish Album of the Year award and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But I think last year the long list in particular showed the kind of breadth of stuff that's out there at the moment and some quite uh, a experimental stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Is that the kind of thing that interests you? Don't do obviously nobody makes music for that kind of thing, but is it? You think it's a detrimental to making music at all if people are looking? What, the album list? Yeah, yeah, album list. Oh. The album album I think if, if you put in so much effort to try to get your music out, I yeah. think somebody would be disingenuous to say that, um, that they're not interested in music as a competition. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I personally, I'd love Aaron Major stuff to be on the long list or yeah. even considered. You know, we, we would put stuff in, it would, I think it's the end of March this year, so yeah. it would be next year's the Aaron Boy album. It's nice uh, to get recognition, you know. Sure, I, I mean, I think the way it, it seemed to take someone like R.M. Hubbard to a wider audience yeah, as well, you know, that's, that's to right. me it was only a good thing. But Yeah, no, no, absolutely, I totally agree. I think your initial impact in terms of reviews is the key thing, mm-hmm. so that when people remember what they liked during the year, you know, that's, that seems to be the, the important thing. So that's a, that's a really important time for the album, I think, around the launch. Yeah. And then that the knock-on effect and, uh, yeah and how that manages to yeah. keep on going well, how do you when, when, when so much stuff is uh, <laughs> the busiest of marketplaces let's put it that way how do you try and uh, you know stand it? I mean I, I think the the idea behind Shards just putting out a song rather than going through the whole well this is the single this is the album and all that stuff is really interesting because mm-hmm. it makes each release an event in itself I think yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean how, how do you kind of try and, and get out there well, some people say you go out and tour. You you, know, you play yeah. you play every week. Yeah. Um, you have some kind of maybe really interesting backstory, which is maybe overshadows the, the actual <laughs> music, yeah, music yeah, occasionally. Yeah. I don't want to sound cynical here. No, no. Um, <laughs> um, I think just to me, it's just the quality of the work. If you really believe in what you're doing, and also are the songs good enough? And this is really song based stuff that I'm dealing yeah, with personally. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's not it's not really soundscapes or you know, so yeah. is, is the song good enough? Um, and if you believe it is, you're hoping that will speak I think, uh, volumes. I think we're both uh, we're both in the same uh, in the same wavelength there, and we both really enjoy good songs. Mm-hmm. Right? Song songwriting as a as a as a thing in itself, and uh, we'd rather not go down the angle just being a gimmick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With any other mm-hmm. music, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest, I think if you, I've always thought as when I've been writing anything that if 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 you don't believe in it, like if if you don't think it's it's good, like really good, then just forget about it. Just, no. just don't leave it. Put it aside. You know. Nearly everyone point. we've spoken to who's been involved in making music or releasing music, they it's like a compulsion. <laughs> it's like they can't not do it, and they would do it if nobody was reviewing it or listening to it. Right. Um, and a, it just so happens that that seems to be the best music to me. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that really connects. I think and and. Yeah. and People don't just, you know, say that was a that was interesting. Move on to the next thing. They go mm-hmm. back to it again and again. Mm-hmm. Um, you spoke about Derosa, and you said you might. Or today, when we're recording this, is Record Store Day. Yes. And uh, you might try and catch them uh, this afternoon. Um, Record Store Day is another thing which I think had the best of intentions when it started. It was um, a small independent record shops, as they were, mm-hmm. <laughs> and looking to. Uh, 
promote themselves for at least one day and, and get mm -hmm. people through the doors that maybe didn't at other times. Mm -hmm. It's now become fairly huge. Yes, that's true. I mean, what are your thoughts on mm -hmm. it in general? I think there's a little bit of a buzz today. It's nice yeah. that the idea we've been heading down to Stockbridge and watching some bands for free and hopefully, you know, send some good music. It's a celebration, yeah. really, of Scottish music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of the commercial side of it, you know, we don't... Look, don't need the Elvis picture disc. No. We don't necessarily need the you know the coloured queen vinyl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's like anything, I suppose there's good things and bad things about it. I don't really have much strong feelings either way on it. Mm. But then I've heard uh, I think it was uh, one of the guys at Mono saying that day can keep them going for the rest ah, of the year, well, that's and that in itself has got to be a good thing. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean speaking as a punter, yeah, I didn't quite appreciate that. Yeah. I, d I don't quite appreciate that. So that's yeah. Well, that's significant then. Yeah. And if, you know, if that keeps mono in um, in business, that's great. That's, <laughs> that's right. super, it's yeah, worth yeah. the whole day. Absolutely. Itself. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That's true. Um, but I do think you know when you start to see what's on offer in terms of mm -hmm. you know a uh, hundred limited editions of. You see, maybe a queen piece of uh, yeah. gold vinyl, yeah. and you think, well, they could have bought out ten thousand of these if they really wanted to get it. To no, people. I know, I know. Yeah. That's uh, you know, we've got pointless that. Uh, and honest. I think the live music <laughs> side of the day actually has maybe even become as important, well, certainly as important as mm -hmm. the idea of going and buying records or going. And people have got CDs. something to latch on to, you know. They've got this yeah. right record store, uh, record store day. You can, right, let's let's go along to this mm -hmm. and have a bit of a good time. You know, I suppose that's. Well, it is really a yeah. good day for punters, at least. You know. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so after record lunches and uh, nights, have you got other plans for what's going to happen next, or are you not even thinking that far? Well, that'll take us through to midsummer, mm. and then we'll start to think about getting another shards tune together, which is it's a slow process. Um, mm, but we've done it for four in a year. Which is yeah. pretty spectacular considering our working methods. Yeah, no, <laughs> so you know, we can't so. complain. Um, yeah. I suppose if you have your own record label, then you're never going. Where's the single? Where's the? And there's no advance to pay back. I'm hoping to get maybe one or two singles out before the end of the year as well, and on the morning. So I'm what kind of stuff is your solo stuff? Uh, <laughs> people hate this. Really Don't ask me. Um, no, it, well, it's just songs at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, the songs um, written on the piano, and uh, and uh, I use a lot of uh, reverb and voice. Uh, so it's like a stream pop is what it is, right. I suppose. Um, but as to how the recordings will end up sounding, that's that's the question that I can't mm -hmm. really answer yet. I guess I've not I've not started recording. Yeah, and uh, I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of agency over how that. Yeah. Well, I have all of the agency over how that. <laughs> out, so, it, but it all down to what I think. Oh, that sounds quite good, you know, at the time. Um, so, for both of you, you know, talk about working methods. Are you good at saying that's that's now done? <laughs> let it go, or are you kind of going uh, keeping a hold on it till? Very good for each other. <laughs> personally, I personally, I know one. When it's done, yeah, <laughs> stick I'm, a fork I'm, in it. I'm, and I'm, it's I'm, done. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I, I, we will, I'm. I'm not that great at that. To be honest, I, I've been uh, really bad at uh, kind of taking a mix up. I'm quite happy and going. Oh, that's. I think that could be better. And then the, the next mix that comes off that, oh, I didn't like that as much as the last one. Trying frantically <laughs> to get it back to where it was before, and like even just a couple of weeks ago, just finishing. If you wait, the new Charles tune. 
Um, I'd say ask Sean to come up quite you know, <laughs> late on at night. So, Sean, you're going to need to come up here because <laughs> I can't. I've been at this for ten hours. You're losing your mind. I was losing my mind. I was mm. like sitting. There, can't kind of spiral into that. Uh, you know, this totally crazy. You know, like uh, eight in the morning, to, like eight o'clock at night, with a tune that's basically been finished for the last yeah. two weeks or whatever, and going. <laughs> I've made no progress, and it was quite. It's quite actually. Pretty depressing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> You're happy about it now. Yeah. I'm it's happy about it now. Just, like, it seems yeah. like it was all worth it now, but at the time I was saying, no, that's the first pair of years. Is all that's what it's worth. I remember uh, reading an interview with uh, Lee Mavers from the Laz, and um, I don't think it was the most level headed of chaps at the best of times, <laughs> but you know, he just saying he couldn't let you know the idea of coming up with a follow up to the yes. uh, he could not do it, just yes. could not let them go. And even one point says that it's the wrong dust. I need old dust on my keyboard. Sixties <laughs> dust. He's a man of integrity. He's a man but, of integrity. But we're still waiting for the second album. I think the rest of the band will go and come on. Yeah. Um, I think that it's basically like the shards, uh, shards stuff because it's a lot. It doesn't sound very clean. Yeah. You know, it's quite. There'll be. It's quite hard to. You don't really know what you're you're wanting until you you've got it. Right, and then you're never gonna like. It's gonna be really hard to recreate that. So you so gotta just capture that. You gotta like that's it. And and Stephen, you just you can go step away from step away from the microphone. Nowadays, obviously, you can record um, as we're doing here, sitting on a, on a Mac. Yeah. But um, how do you record your stuff? Aaron Boy album was done in separate parts which were all sent to me and then I tried to put them together. I was learning how to edit music mix with that album. It's my first real attempt at that. So when you say separate parts you mean the, the different instruments and separate? Um, yeah, yeah. So bass was sent to me, um, drum parts were recorded <laughs> in, in the studio right. and sent to me and then and guitar parts as well. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wow. and then I, d- I did all the vocals myself and harmonies uh, were you there when any of the other stuff was being recorded um, no some of the guitar parts I was there but mm-hmm. the rest was pretty much so some of it's heavily edited Yeah. and some of it's just as was sent to me that's and really just, interesting and, right. and somewhat mutated as, as I was mixing it I realised that other things had to go in you know, little harmonies and counter melodies that kind of thing so is that then a lot of music that you're editing down editing down and editing down it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've, you, but you've got it up on the computer like yourself, yeah. and you're just, um, yeah, you're you're distilling it. I think really, and a lot, a lot of that is about getting it down to some sort of kind of essence. Mm-hmm. And how do you record the shards? Well, a lot of different ways. I, I, I use Logic in the Mac program, but. Um, We've got my USB keyboard, use that for a lot of stuff. Uh, um, use electronic drums with from within, like the uh, Logic program. Mm-hmm. Just just do it for the USB keyboard and get stuff like that. And then we record using a USB microphone. So that is mm-hmm. mainly that is mainly on the, the laptop in terms of like the actual recording process. But no. but in terms of the writing, it's it's probably not. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting there on a laptop like writing a song. If you, so. Yeah, no. So I mean, it's basic. It's usually a track that Stephen will send me. Aye, chord so changes and a basic, like a basic track, and then I will come up with a vocal melody and words. Yeah, okay. And then I'll put that on in a demo form, and then we'll go back to it and work on the arrangement. Right. So it's collaboration, but it's sending stuff and then maybe sending back and is it that? Yeah, I'll get together yeah. to listen to it and then yeah. 
when we're when we're doing the recording of the vocals, like Sean, all the tunes we've done so far, Sean's been the lead vocal on it. Um, not particularly as a rule, it's just it's no, just the way it's going. And then I've I've done all, um, most of the backing vocals. Because uh, <laughs> I'm here to sing like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just can't. Don't give away your secrets here. Um, I, I, I can't reach those heights. <laughs> right, yeah, I, can, I, I can go quite high in my falsetto and stuff like that. So it's so we've been able to we've been able to um, get together and do that. That's been that's part of the creative process as well. Things have come to us as well, like the wee piano thing at the end of one of the tunes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was. Sad Goodbye. Work fast. We work really fast because we know what we want. Yeah, that's a good so therefore yeah. it's not yeah. like when you actually add up even though there's a lot of maybe a few months to do a tune when you actually add up the hours that have gone in it's not you know yeah. it could be 10 hours or 20 yeah, hours to for a tune it's not, it's not really that much because you know exactly what you're after yeah do you feel when you're in a collaboration that you've got some kind of responsibility to the other person to say well we've <laughs> got to get this finished for the sake of but oh, yeah. when it's your own stuff maybe you know as you were saying you can maybe spiral down thinking I need to fix that one note or whatever but it's your stuff so you can take you know in theory you can take as long as you like doing it I will I mean we do you know we take we do take quite a while over it as well uh, not, but not deliberately yeah. it's just it's just you know, whenever it's finished it's finished or whenever <laughs> whenever it can be agreed that it's finished it's yeah. finished at least I mean I think there has got to be a point where you've got to go look at, we can't spend any more time on this tune, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, we're going to end up not making any more tunes, you know, we have to, we have to give our energy to something else, um, but I, I mean, in terms of, like, how long you can take over it, if you're not using a um, recording studio, if you're using your own equipment, uh, you can take as long as you like over it, because you don't, you're not kind of worried about that, that's not to say we would never use a recording studio, right, mm-hmm. the reason mm-hmm. we would, but, okay. um, I think I think with Iron Boy I had more of a plan in terms of release. Yeah. So I, I got certain tunes ready along the way to release them as um trailers for the album. Yeah. You know, like three or four. So I had I had that target to hit. Personal target. So I got things together. It was it was more focused in that way, you know, I'd, I definitely had a, a kind of um a schedule in my head. So you're saying these songs have been with you, some of them for twenty well, it, like the first line could have been written or the melody, yeah. Yeah. And then they just, yeah. And did you always know how the music was going to sound or is that coming? No, I knew it would be rawer than yeah. something like Night Noise. Team. Yeah. It would be raw, it would be direct, um, and it would be, to, to me, it would be DIY. It would have that feeling about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be glossy, it wouldn't be sterile. And like a sterile modern rock song and it wouldn't be glossy yeah mm. I mean we'll come back to Night Noise team who I that was a fan of yes. as you know <laughs> Thank and you. Uh, I mean that was that was more say polished than the stuff of it yes yeah um, but that was part of what made it what it was I think you know it certainly yeah. wasn't sterile no uh, I, I think there was there were techniques being used there that came from dance music yeah yeah. Um, and that was the, um, Fabian was mixing that and, and producing a lot of it so and he was very experienced he had mm-hmm. 15 20 years maybe experience of mixing and, and recording music so it had a different slant to it yeah to me it was like a 
a Daft Punk, yeah, or, you know, like a, but you know maybe a, a more down market Daft Punk, <laughs> or or maybe like Sinetti and yeah, but without Sarah Crapnell up front. Yeah, you know, it's the two guys at the back. Pop music sensibilities, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, was yeah. A, it was a kamikaze was. mission because you know it was it was aimed at the mainstream. Yeah, but there was never real any real chance of that because it was um, self released and DIY. Yeah, but it was. Like a beautiful kamikaze mission. It was a beautiful, a, a, a beautiful failure, you know. <laughs> it's something the other greatest things. Beautiful failures are great things. Yes. Um, well, I think we'll probably leave it there and let you guys head off down to see Derosa. I don't know what time they're Sound. on. Uh, so, uh, thanks very much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Also, and thanks for all your support. By no way. problem at yeah, all. You know, thanks. I'm a big fan of both your work, and okay. I'm looking forward to hearing the solo album. So, get it. <laughs> get it done. Get it done. You've seen this live. I look forward to hearing the Ernest album as a whole. Can't wait for that. Um, so, we'll be back soon with uh, new people on our next podcast. See you then. Cheers. Church bells hits the ground And nestles out the back of a bungalow Where the turf and the stepfather Are blowing smoke rings through hard weather A mother watches her own smoke clear At sixteen bucks in a wayward mirror On someone else's kitchen wall she walks outside, her steps are basted by the sun Feel like, Feel like there's somewhere I have to be Realize that I don't have the time Let decades hover, the decades fuss Like helicopters, the decades buzz us my little sister is counting beats I can count to 29, do you wanna hear me? Feel like it's somewhere I have to be Realize that I don't have the time Feel like there's somewhere I have to be Realize that I don't have the time From a Sergio Scratch card, your furious coin 
that could cover any one of our eyes Cover the sun, it could cover the moon I swing to a parallel and walk on by Somewhere I had to be